calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Lightspeed. Hi, and welcome to the Lightspeed Magazine Story Podcast. I'm your host and editor of Lightspeed, John Joseph Adams. Our story this week is Sweet 16 by Cat Howard. It's read for you by Taylor Meskimen. Cat Howard is a former competitive fencer and current university professor. Her short fiction has previously appeared in the anthology Stories and in Fantasy Magazine and Weird Tales. She's a 2008 graduate of Clarion, UCSD. Her heroes are Buffy and Joan of Arc, and she only speaks of herself in the third person when writing bios. I hope you enjoy the story, and if you do, I hope you go to our website at lightspeedmagazine.com and leave a comment. Just click on Fiction, find this story, and then leave a comment there. Or if you'd like to help spread the word, go to iTunes, find the Lightspeed Magazine Story Podcast, and leave a review or rating there. Well, that about does it for this week's intro, so without further ado, let's make the jump to Lightspeed. Sweet Sixteen by Cat Howard Her entire life, Star had known that on her 16th birthday, she would choose to be a Tiffany. She shifted in her seat, rolled her eyes at her home mom, Martha Peace. I just don't see what the point of this is. I know what I want to be. I don't need to be counseled on my options. That's not how the process works, dear. You know that. Martha Peace turned back to her knitting. Star slumped lower in her seat because she did know. She would get to make a choice, but so would her mom's, and so would the community. And she had to endure the counseling so everyone could sign off on her choice as being mature and considered. As if she hadn't been considering for almost 16 years, as if a sterile conversation in a couple of weeks to consider would change her mind. The thing was, Tiffany's weren't needed. They were the girls who were cute, who entertained, who were B-list and gossip fodder. They weren't like the Marthas who became home moms and raised daughters and knitted. They weren't like the Hillarys who ran school boards and cities and countries, or the Carolines 
who worked in physics and astronomy and drove shuttles to Mars. Most especially, Tiffany's weren't like her career mom, Elizabeth Skye. Elizabeth's were doctors, and so were never home because they were always dealing with someone else's more important problems. Starr didn't care about any of the other choices or want to hear yet again the official reminder that the restructuring would set her path, but it would be her choice how far she walked on it. When it came time for her restructuring on her 16th birthday, she was going to walk into the room and ask to be made a Tiffany. A woman stepped through the sliding door. White coat, glasses, hair scraped back from her face. An Anna star guest, but of course she would be to work here. Star? I'm Anna Poetry. Will you come with me, please? Star followed Anna Poetry through airy hallways, past frosted glass doors where other girls, girls just like Star, almost 16, almost old enough for restructuring, were being counseled by their Annas about their options. Anna Poetry led Star into an empty exam room. Her competent hands weighed and measured Star, checked her vision and hearing, drew three vials of blood. The data I've just gathered will be matched against your birth profile and used to help determine what kind of woman you're suited to be. I'm going to be a Tiffany, Star said. Anna Poetry smiled. That's an interesting choice. Do you know any Tiffany's? I met one once, when they were filming that reality at school last year. She was sweet. Is that why you want to be a Tiffany? Because you think they're sweet? Anna Poetry made a notation on her touchscreen. Yes, but also because everyone watches them and loves them and talks about them. I want people to pay attention to me. Why not be a Meryl or a Hillary then? Or a Teresa, if you want to be loved. Because those are all serious. Tiffany's are fun. Another notation. Have you discussed your choice with your moms? Martha Peace knows. She thinks I should want to be something useful, like an Anna or a Marie. But I think entertaining people is useful. The Anna's fingers flicked across Star's file. Your career mom is an Elizabeth at the hospital, isn't she? What does she think of your choice? She likes law, so I think she wants me to be a Sandra. But we haven't really talked about it. She's busy. You know how Elizabeths are. We all appreciate the sacrifices Elizabeths make for our health. But it's very important that she speak with you about this decision. I'll ping her with a reminder. Star didn't think that would go over well at all, but she smiled and nodded thanks. When you come in to undergo the restructuring, you'll be asked to declare your top three choices in order to help align your preferences with the community's needs. Have you thought about the other two? Martha P. says I'm a good cook, so I've thought about being a Julia. And I like to write, so maybe a Virginia. But I don't really like being alone. So I'm not sure about that one. Can't I just write Tiffany three times? It's the only thing I've ever really wanted to be. No, you need to have three discrete choices. 
If you want to meet any time between now and your birthday to discuss your options, just ping me. Do you have any other questions? Did you want to be an Anna? Star blushed. I'm so sorry. I know that's a rude question. I'm just worried about the procedure. I mean, if I don't get to be a Tiffany, will remembering I wanted to, like, screw up the rest of my life? You don't need to worry. The restructuring is total. When the procedure is finished, your DNA will be so perfectly tuned to your role that you won't remember ever wanting to be anything other than what you are. Anna Poetry must have pinged Elizabeth Skye as soon as Star had left her office. When Star and Martha Peace arrived home, Elizabeth Skye was waiting in the kitchen. I picked up dinner from Julia Cupcakes. Julia Cupcakes' career mom was also a Julia. Star wondered if Julia Cupcake had wanted to be a Julia before she was restructured, back when she was just Cupcake. Dinner was delicious, and when it was over, Martha Peace put on a pot of tea, kissed Star on the cheek, and excused herself. Star wished she had stayed. She didn't know her career mom well, and talking to Elizabeth Skye always felt like taking an exam Star hadn't known to study for. It's cruel what happens, that the decision comes so early, Elizabeth Skye said. Star blinked. She had been expecting a lecture. Confused didn't begin to cover how she felt. If deciding now is cruel, why don't we get to wait? Because the restructuring doesn't always take if we wait longer. Up until 16, it works and works perfectly. After that, the DNA becomes resistant. The process only takes in bits and pieces, and you can have someone with the ability of a Julia forced into being a Hillary. It leads to all the pain and frustration restructuring was designed to avoid. I had always thought that we had the procedure when we turned 16 because that was when we were old enough to decide. No, it's because that's the last possible moment when you are still young enough for the choice to be possible. I just wish it could be later so you had more time to know yourself. Here it comes, Star thought. The lecture about how being a Tiffany was a frivolous choice, how if she were more responsible, more of a grown-up, she would choose to be a Marie or a Scholastica or something equally boring. I wanted to be a Tiffany, Elizabeth Skye said. Star sloshed tea across the table. Anna Poetry said we don't remember what we wanted to be after the restructuring. That's true, unless you get your first choice. Then they leave your memory intact. But if you wanted to be a Tiffany, how do you remember that now? My career mom had a conversation very similar to this one with me before I went in for my restructuring. She was a Rosalind, a geneticist, like the ones who would make up a vial full of Star's new DNA as a 16th birthday gift like the ones who designed the restructuring to begin with. What did she tell you that made you change your mind? That she wished I could have had the time to be all the things I wanted. I knew I didn't have that time, but I thought maybe if I became an Elizabeth, I could find a way to let the choice happen later, for other girls. Why do we have to choose to get restructured at all, then? Can't I just be a Tiffany? 
The process was designed to blend desire and ability with need. Things don't work if everyone is a Meryl and no one is a Martha. And you know what happens when I try to cook, Elizabeth Skye said. What if I had wanted to be a Julia? Star snickered. Exactly. So the choice is the price we pay for happiness, for a functioning community. It's an easy price, I think. I just wish it could be paid later. I failed in my hope, Star. I couldn't give you any more time. Because of that, Martha Peace and I are giving you our votes. Since you have to choose now, we want the choice to be as much yours as we can make it. Happy birthday. Both of Star's moms went with her on the day of her restructuring, her 16th birthday. She hugged and kissed them. Martha Peace wiped a tear from her eye and told Star how grown up she looked. Do you know what you want to be? asked Elizabeth Skye. Star nodded. Then be her proudly. Star wrote down three names on her touchscreen, then stretched out on the bed. After a time that seemed both like forever and not nearly long enough for the rest of her life to have been decided, Anna Poetry came in with the pressure syringe full of Star's future. You look very calm, Anna Poetry said. Are you ready? Star was. Anna Poetry pressed the syringe to her shoulder, and Star closed her eyes. When she awoke, Rosalind Star remembered that she had once wanted to be a Tiffany. Maybe, she thought, every girl did. This has been a production of Lightspeed Magazine in association with Skyboat Road Company, Inc., to subscribe to this podcast, comment on this story, or read additional stories from Lightspeed Magazine, please visit lightspeedmagazine.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.